everybody. This is Al Kendall, and welcome to another edition of Album Sides, where I put together a collection of songs that are connected in some way, and would make up a terrific side of a vinyl record if anybody had ever been cool enough to put them together and release it as such. Won't you please let me be your KTEL man? Today we have a very special Album Sides, brought to you by Al Kendall. It's the six degrees of Al Cooper and Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, of course, was born on February 4th, 1948, but Al Cooper, the keyboard player, was born on February 5th, 1944. That's way too much of a coincidence for us to just let go. With a normal album size, we've got to do a six degrees of separation between these two uh, iconic legends of rock and roll. At 14 years of age, Al Cooper was already playing professionally in a band called the Royal Teens. I'm sorry, I can't say Royal. Royal Teens. Uh, I would have called them the Regal Teens. It would have been me. way easier for me. Um, if you recognize the name at all, or even if you don't, you probably know their big hit song, Short Shorts. She wears short shorts. He wears... Everybody wears short shorts. Now, Al was not on that song, but he did join uh, the band, I believe, playing guitar shortly thereafter. By the age of 21, he had co-written a number one single, This Diamond Ring, by Gary Lewis and the Playboys. I believe he was just a songwriter, a co-writer uh, with, with some other writers, and they probably sold it to whomever. Probably could have been a hit for anybody, but, but Gary Lewis and the Playboys got their big number one hit out of that one. Also, at the age of 21, Al Cooper played Hammond organ with Bob Dylan at the Newport Folk Festival in 1965. You may recognize that as his big coming out party uh, as a, an electric musician using a full band and was booed for such because he had already become kind of a legend at the folk festival. It is a folk festival uh, for his songwriting and acoustic guitar and and all that. Um, so he comes out with a band and it was not well received. However, uh, Dylan did further his career by doing some massive hit records, including Like a Rolling Stone. You know that distinctive organ on Like a Rolling Stone? That was Al Cooper. Uh, this was also his uh, partnership with, with Bob Dylan, uh, backing him up, uh, paired him with the guitarist Mike Bloomfield, and, and they had several projects together, blues projects, if you will, uh, one of them being an album called Super Session in 1966, or I'm sorry, 1968. Uh, Super Session was basically an Al Cooper solo album. And on one side, he had Mike Bloomfield playing guitar. And on the other side, it was Stephen Stills. You know, the album was credited to Bluefield Cooper Stills, um, but it was really just Bluefield Cooper and then Cooper Stills. <laughs> um, but we are going to kick our set list off, our playlist, our album side, with an amazing track off that album called You Don't Love Me. Uh, you just gotta hear this. I mean, it's just it's it's uh, great. It's not really psychedelic rock. I would consider you know sort of a garage rock thing. You could hear this on Underground Garage any time. Um, I would expect. Uh, but the, the whole album is very solid and very good, and it is a classic. You need to look it up. Bloomfield Cooper Stills Super Session from 1968. 
Now, speaking of Stephen Stills, again, we're doing the six degrees of separation. So we're going to get from Al Cooper to Alice Cooper. All right. So our first connection is Al Cooper and Stephen Stills. Our second connection is going to be Stephen Stills. Uh, we primarily think of him as a guitarist with Buffalo Springfield or the supergroup Crosby, Stills, Nash, and or Young. Uh, but he also provided keyboards uh, to both bands. And, uh, and and as well as guest appearances on other bands' material, including the Jefferson Airplane on a song called Turn My Life Down, which we'll put in the playlist. Um, it can be found on their Volunteers album from 1969, uh, an album that also includes a song called Wooden Ships. If you're a Crosby, Stills & Nash fan, you, you know that from their album. Uh, but it was co-written by Stephen Stills, his cohort, David Crosby, as well as Jefferson Airplane's Paul Kantner. And so Jefferson Airplane did a version of the song around the same time. Paul Kantner, um, in addition to playing with Jefferson Airplane, of course, in 1974, he updated the sound of the band. I, I'm not saying he personally did it, but the, the, the band did evolve from the Jefferson Airplane to Jefferson Starship um, and on into the 80s. Now, in 1983, he did what was basically his second solo album. He had done one in 1970, but he did another one in 1983 called the Planet Earth Rock and Roll Orchestra. Now, we will have a future podcast just on that name alone. Uh, that was actually um, sort of a confluence of uh, San Francisco-based artists around the time, including members of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, um, Jefferson Airplane, Grateful Dead, Quicksilver Messenger Service, Santana. All these folks start popping up on each other's uh, records. Uh, Santana is a very loose uh, association. Uh, they do turn up on some Jefferson Airplane work, but, uh, but we'll get to that some other time. But in 1983, he sort of paid tribute uh, to that concept in that era and, and had some of those same folks contributing on this album. But among those uh, contributors was a guy named Ronnie Montrose, also from San Francisco, on guitar. So there's a great rocking tune called Telepath on there. We're going to have to throw that in. And it's got that screaming Ronnie Montrose guitar that you may be familiar with from his uh, own band, Montrose. Uh, and we will throw in Bad Motor Scooter in our playlist just for fun. So we can hear a very young Sammy Hagar singing lead on that. Another San Francisco. All these guys have the San Francisco um, connection. And actually Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, Montrose, um, all recorded at the Wally Hyder uh, studio there in San Francisco. Uh, all kinds of connections going on. So here we go. Um, we've got Al Cooper to Stephen Stills, Stephen Stills to Paul Kantner, Paul Kantner to Ronnie Montrose, who in addition to having his own band, was also, uh, just before releasing his first album, uh, had contributed lead guitar on the Edgar Winter Group's classic album, They Only Come Out at Night. And of course, you know, that's got Free Ride on it, uh, Frankenstein, um, along with the producer, guitarist Rick Derringer. Uh, now, in our, in our playlist, I haven't decided exactly which song to put. I love... Uh, we all had a real good time. Uh, every song on that album is great. Uh, I might do one of the hits like uh, Frankenstein or something like that. That'll be a fun one. Uh, so you'll just have to listen to Playlist on Spotify uh, to find out what we go with. Rick Derringer. Who didn't he play with? <laughs> he even played with Weird Al Yankovic. I mean, you can go anywhere from Rick Derringer. Uh, but he did contribute lead guitar to Alice Cooper's 
under my wheels in 1971. I don't know if you knew that or not, but it is a cool association. Now, here's the thing. When I do these six degrees of seven, and all the, all the album sides, I try to do a little bit of research. A lot of this stuff I know off the top of my head. But, um, but you know, for Rick Derringer, uh, again, I knew he had played with a lot of people. And, and maybe I knew the whole Under My Wheels connection. I can't remember. But, but I like to read up on things just to make sure my brain is fresh, even though it may not always seem like it. Um, and the thing that I came across when doing research for this six degrees is that Al Cooper actually contributed keyboards to Alice Cooper's album, Lace and Whiskey. Was it Lace and Whiskey? I believe so. Uh, on a song called Damned If You Do. Uh, organ or piano. It might have been piano, now that I think about it. Um, so there's actually only one degree of separation between Al and Alice Cooper. Uh, but that doesn't make for a very fun or cool podcast at all, right? You know, I mean, you just breeze right through that one song. Who cares? Um, uh, but when you put all these different connections together, you get a great playlist, a great album side. Uh, if I picked up a, a KTEL album back in the 70s or whatever with all these tunes on it, uh, you can bet I would have worn that thing out. And that's the concept behind album sides. I'm just looking for what would make up a great side of vinyl. Uh, but I also like to connect things. You know, it's not just songs that sound good together. I want them to be connected somehow in the history or the, the playing or the stories or whatever it is. Uh, there's always great trivia to be had. Um, again, a lot of these artists uh, we, we're going to be digging into on future podcasts. Uh, but again, when you have two birthdays, February 4th, February 5th, for Al and Alice Cooper. Al Cooper, Alice Cooper, I'm Al Kendall. This is Album Sides. Thank you for joining me. Check us out on Spotify and uh, Buzzsprout and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and anywhere you find podcasts. Look it up. Ask for us. Contact me. Go to Facebook and like us on there and, and, and let me know what kind of album side you want me to put together. Is there a Six Degrees you want to connect? Is there is there some band you want me to dig into and find out a little bit of stuff on? I'd be happy to. You can also email me at albumsides at yahoo.com. Until next time, keep it in the groove. Yeah.